0: Hi everyone, and welcome along to the latest episode of the Endless Celts podcast. Uh, My name is Anthony, I'm one of the regular show contributors uh, to the podcast, and I'll be in the host chair uh, this evening. Tonight we're going to be reflecting on our triumphant day at Hamden Park as Celtic lifted the first silverware of the season in a fantastic match against Hibs. We're going to be discussing, looking looking ahead to St Mirren uh, in a few days' time, and also we'll be discussing the announcement that Bernard Tiggins won't be uh joining Celtic the Celtic Park payroll. To have all that and discuss all that and more. I'm delighted to be to be joined by one of our usual uh contributors. Uh Francis, how are you, mate?
1: Oh, all good. I was wee back wee bit tender this morning. I've got to say I'm had a couple of shared bits, but we are still just through work and got to the day i <laughs> have got here.
0: Uh mate, we and we're also <laughs> to, to be uh, delighted to be joined by Andrew from the Mental Ginger Show. How are you tonight, mate?
2: Uh I'm, I'm great. No hangover for last night because sadly I was working the day. But what, well, and plenty of sp- high spirits. And again, thanks so much for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Took a couple of tries, you know, and had to look like I'm in a call center in Mumbai, but I got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh just one one of these things. We we're del- delighted to have you on, and obviously it's uh, good subjects tonight, uh, after yesterday's win. Um but before we get started tonight, um I just wanted to say a few words on behalf of the show uh for one of our one of the guys that me and Francis uh, knew very well. Um for those of you who don't know, uh myself, Francis, and most of the rest of the boys on the show um reside from a small mining village in West Lodin called Fault Small village, about four and a half thousand people. And as you can imagine, it's a town full of characters. Uh-huh. And there was few, if any, uh, more of a character than a, a Mr. Stephen McGinty, our dear friend, who sadly uh, passed away this weekend. Uh, we got the news on Saturday that he'd, uh, he'd unfortunately had, had passed away. And obviously there's been a, you know outpouring of uh, tributes to him on, on Facebook and all the other Uh, sort of outlets, just great stories and great memories with him over the years uh, in the pub and and elsewhere, and we just wanted to do tonight's show and he's on. He was a big Celtic man, Uh, he had a lot of happy friends as well though, and uh, he would have enjoyed the result yesterday, no doubt, but the first thing he would have done would be head straight over to his pals uh, on the other side and and get a few Mm -hmm. drinks in. Um, So Stevie, uh, rest in peace my pal, and tonight this show is dedicated to you. OK, moving swiftly on, we'll come to yourself first, Franco. Um, obviously, only one place to start. Celtic's fantastic 2-1 victory uh, against Hibs yesterday. I wrote penned an article for the Celtic blog saying that it should have been deemed the Bertie old final. And really, after that, I really should have put us to be have a, a 2-1 victory. But um, <laughs> for Ange to get his first silver weight at the first time of asking... The only really one question I've got to ask is: Are you happy?
1: Do I look happy, Anthony. Had to be done. Uh, whereabouts be were done. you
0: watching it yesterday?
1: Uh round at the Grange, mate. Just round at the local. Had a had about a bit of free hat. The, the the girl was at the the pantomime with the kids, so I had a free hat. I couldn't. Couldn't not go round to the pub and just watch it. So yeah, went round there and, and entertaining the atmosphere. The pub had a good good atmosphere about it. So yeah, it was it was fairly enjoyable, fairly enjoyable,
2: shall we say?
0: Absolutely. And what about yourself, Andrew? Were you, were you watching it? Were you at the match or were you just watching it on the television?
2: Well, unlike uh, my man there, I didn't escape the wife and the missus. So I was, <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> I was BBC Sports apping it and just like refreshing every single like, 10, 15 seconds, just going, right, what's happening here? What's happening here? What? Well, yeah, well, 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 not the first half hour because I was a bit like, okay, but, uh, is, is there anything going on? And then after the second half, it's come out for the second half and all of a sudden it just roared into life, did not it, guys? I mean, I was just like, whoa, whoa, where was this 45 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: it was a superb yeah. game of two halves, wasn't it? You know, first half, mm. not really much happening. There was obviously potentially, you know, the, the possible uh, penalty incident with, with, with Taylor and, you know, maybe a couple of hairy moments at the back for us. Mm. But like you say, mm-hmm. the first half, it, it wasn't really much of an affair. Um, but the second half, <laughs> what a different story. <laughs> and uh, it didn't go off to the best of starts for us, uh, Andrew, with, with uh, the Hibs goal. Just uh, poor bit of defending uh, for us, and I, 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 it's just incredible how many times we go behind in domestic cup finals. I was saying that uh, to my sister yesterday uh, when we were watching it. Um, but we, we found a way to win. But just sort of, what's what your your sort of thoughts on the on, on the second half and and you know what, what the you know best moments were,
2: so to speak? Well, I think the tagline for Hibs was gone in sixty seconds, wasn't it? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Good point. It
1: Good was like point.
2: what. Uh, well, they bang in, and you just instantly think, you it like, oh no, this is this is the the cup final thing that Celtic always seem to do." Well, and what well, Starfelt? What well, he'd normally not one for having a bad game, but he had a shocker yesterday. What? Well, mm. well, so we don't until later. I'm surprised that we didn't uh, get a penalty shout for us, but that's a mm. another story for another day. It like, just tend to balance itself out. And Nick, what well, it should have just been called, like you know, Hibs one, Kyogo too, because he just came to life. What? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, not really out Rogic, obviously. I think he got a wee bit kind of undersold because it became the Kyogo show. But just what a, what a sensational game. And for a wee Cal McGregor to get his his first trophy as a captain, that's going to do him the world of good. Joe Hart, what, um, a lot of people when they first came, they were like, mm, we're not too sure about it. I held my hands up. I was kind of the same. What, and... Yeah, what well, he really bailed us out. It was like it was like Joe Forster at times, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree
0: more. I was actually that was going to be my next question to yourself, uh, Franco. We'll hmm. touch on a few uh, individuals, uh, single out a few for praise, and it will naturally end with a, a certain number. eight, I'm sure you can imagine. Uh... But <laughs> I was going to uh, just ask on, on Joe Hart to to begin with his interview with the BBC afterwards. Was it just showed you how how much he. Really loves uh, playing for Celtic. Uh, he just seems to have caught the mood, like a lot of um, the, of our new signings. They just seem to they just can't seem to really be able to almost process that that this amazing connection that's between the guys on the pitch and the fans in the stand. Uh, and he's definitely been one of them who's uh, he's he's taken us to his heart, hasn't he?
1: Oh, definitely. Like he was at, obviously went to Burnley. well after Man City went over to Torino, thinking done. Fairly okay then. Came to Burnley, never really done anything there. Tottenham, I knew he was going there to sit in the bench and got his chances. But it just shows you, It just seemed like a guy that wanted somebody to believe in him again. We've gave him that chance, thankfully, for three years now. I mean, I know he's 35, but that's not too bad And a keeper. He'll get probably three good years out of him. And so far, what he's gave us, especially yesterday, had big moments again yesterday in the game where he, he, he saved potential you know, probably certain goals and that so I just love and he's seen his celebrations on the park after it it just that meant a lot to him I think that for him that was proven a lot of guys down south all the doubters and that just sent them going look I've, I've still got it I know I've still got it and stuff and yeah it probably comes back to the connection with the fans as well that whole cliche they just they just get it like whatever that is they just get that it's just it's brilliant to see and like we've ranted like we've Bugged up Joe Hart so many times, and it's just it's. I uh, just, I'm so happy he's between the sticks. I mean, me and Stephen were, uh, were back on the back train. God knows how long how we managed to stay on it that long when he was doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> I think it was just it was one of the ones we'd went that long we had to commit to it. But uh, it's Joe Hart is is absolute. I just I love the guy, and he just like, man, said, like obviously it was more with Pep Guardola, but like they've they played for every cup, so it was he's got that in him. He's a he's a born winner It doesn't matter, like people obviously like to talk down the League Cup and stuff, but it's another trophy. He's Dev he's up here to prove himself to win trophies. He's not up here for the money, which is brilliant and, and you've just seen that at the end of the game just in his celebrations.
2: I also think do you think he knew that Spurs were going to get papped out of the Conference League and he knew he was going to have European football <laughs> after this
1: <these? laughs> was a nice little
2: pretty
0: bonus wasn't it <laughs> it really
2: was I saw it the, on the news pages today and I was like oh, oh well, Joe Hart has had a belt out a weekend hasn't he I all I want for I Christmas know. is Absolutely. I know. Oh, that's <laughs> mad, and
0: feel like yourself Andrew as well just again you, you touched on it earlier Callum McGregor first time of asking uh, he's lifted silverware above his head as Celtic Celtic captain. That can only stand him in good stead going forward, could not it? And I'm sure even although he's already been an integral part of the quadruple one inside, he'll be hungry for even more medals, won't he?
2: Oh I definitely. Well and it's the same way well, uh, when it was Scott Brown before. I mean Scott Brown was around for some 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 big wins well, at the start of his career at Celtic before he took the captaincy. Well and he but he wanted to make his mark he wanted to leave his legacy behind look, and he done it and cal mcgregor's cut for the same mold look, because he'll have taken every bit of knowledge and every drop of wisdom that Bruni had look, and he'll want to make it especially being an academy boy what certain how it started to how it's going which was the meme that was everywhere this morning and it was more and it was more than deserved what he, he's one of the guys that he's one of the guys that i thought yay hey, ronnie have done something right ah uh, <laughs> what well, they brought him through, what, <laughs> what like, like, uh, he got, what I was always talk about you know playing the Celtic way, like, and he totally gets it. What, like. and another guy that is, I think I'd seen what a lot of things saying, oh, he's quite underrated. is near Beton what, like. and I think when you play him in these right position. As we were doing what he really comes up good what and we were talking about you know why we we're like Barkas, like he what, he couldn't see what eh, two feet in front of his face sometimes mm. near Beaton would have played in goal what if <laughs> he got the opportunity <laughs> don't get me wrong we would have been we would have been wanting Scott Bain and after that game but safe <laughs> for that what <laughs> Beaton's definitely deserving a, a mention as well what he, no matter what position he's asked to play he plays it and he plays with his, his heart in his sleeve what and he keeps the club close to his heart. So well, I'd like to give uh, well, be a wee, wee bum-up, so <laughs> to speak.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I thought when he came on yesterday as well, he just got a camp proceedings down. um A little bit, obviously, it was a an enforced change, but I, th- I thought he played very well, and he's been in great form uh, since Ange was uh, taken to the helm. Um, staying in the middle of the park, though, Franco, I mean, are there any superlatives left that we've not used yet to describe Tom Rogic?
1: After that, if you've got the wrong guy, you need you need Ross, and he's he's the guy that would <laughs> he would Ross would probably Ross would probably pluck one out there, but that nah, what can you say about the guy that's already been said? Tony, it's just it's like uh, Andrew said that it's I didn't it's not till Andrew Kenny means that I forgot how good Tom Rogich actually played yesterday because it was like we gingers
2: are a really forgotten good. people so we have to <laughs> let the, give the the people <laughs> that are <due. laughs>
1: but I uh, know it was absolutely amazing again just like taking the game with the scruff of the neck I felt like he's not one that he did get the, the foot and a bit and i but it's just like everything goes through him. He he wants like like McGregor, they want to control the middle of the park, which you want your midfielders to do. And it was just Tom Rogic and Cup Finals. It's just it's what he does, does it? He turns up in Cup Finals, he's it's just his thing. But yeah, his form now is is the best I think I've seen it. seen for him at Park and It's uh it's I'll need you I'd maybe need to text Ross for a word to to try and describe him, i 'cause I'm <laughs> I'm struggling here, to... Anthony. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, tell you, I Honestly, I, I thought Rose and Giovanni were going to be the most uh, beautiful, skillful, <laughs> uh, that had been graceful patient uh, I'd seen all weekend. But then I forgot Big Tom was going to be playing uh, yesterday. So sorry, Rose. Congratulations on your victory, but uh, I'm sorry there's only one winner uh, in the judging department. Oh, Ross
1: is quite a winner,
0: uh, and uh, <laughs> again, like you say, he, he just had an absolutely magnificent game and. Uh, as I say, we were talking earlier, Andrew, went a goal behind, but got right back into it, literally almost from straight from kickoff. Uh, a fantastic ball from Cal McGregor over the top, and again, it's that off-the-ball movement a Kyogo. One touch to bring it under control, and from the moment it left his boot, you know it was going to be 1-1 straight away, didn't you?
2: Oh yeah, you just the second Kyogo gets on that ball, you know, that's it. And I really felt sorry for the Hibs players that were trying to rail him up going off a halftime because that's like poking a bear. You just don't do it. <laughs> what? What? You just don't. You don't try and like uh, take take him on a attack. Like, you don't try and rail him up. It's like it's like flicking a lion's love spot to a wet till. <laughs> what? What's the, It's the what? It's, it's the worst idea that you could do. What? And he proved it. But like, the second what? But it's a true Celtic thing isn't it that we have to get like a wee kind of punch in the face and dazed a little bit for us to go All right, game on Mm -hmm. normally it takes uh, a little longer than 60 seconds so I was quite glad that that, that we just fired back in but it's like you said ball at the feet you know where it's going you just gotta wait for the celebration Mm -hmm. and He's the type of guy that every Celtic fan loves. Like he loves to entertain, he loves to play. Well, when that ball goes in the back of the net, he just feels the love for the supporters. And it's a, a joint thing. Well, there was a reason why Rangers done so well in COVID and why they're not doing so well now that their fans are back. <laughs> <laughs> I've got but plenty so, of Rangers fans oh. who are gonna hate me for that, but <laughs> sorry <Dice>, guys, <laughs> sad for true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, it's just um, listen. They've dished out plenty of it since March, so they can, uh, they can they've got to be able to take it what, what they give out. Yeah, uh, if you throw a slow like, ball, really, you got to
2: take a swing, don't you? That's
0: absolutely, absolutely. And Franco, I mean, we got the we got the equaliser one-one. As I say, it's been a position that we have found ourselves in more times than we'd probably like to to happen in in cup finals recently. You think? A, Aberdeen in the Invincible season, you think of uh, Hearts and the treble-treble year, you know, going a go behind, it's never great, but we get ourselves back into the game. And, you know, you three completely different types of goals, don't get me wrong. Um, you think of Tom Rogic's. you know, it's a, the ultimate five-a-side goal against Aberdeen. Edward was just anticipation uh, to, you know, slot it, get in between the two defenders and slot it um, over the goalkeeper. But yesterday, I mean, it was just incredible. It took me, I almost didn't celebrate when it it actually went in uh, Kyogo's second goal to start with because it took me almost a minute to process what he had just done. That is a goal fit to win any cup final, isn't it?
1: Uh, Definitely. I mean, you'll go a long way to try and beat Rogic's goal, but Rogic's one's obviously, a lot of that's the magnitude of that season, what it achieved and things, but... Kyogos is up there it's 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 up there it will be talked about for a while within Celtic fans how big a goal that was like I don't even know if it was a lot but it was almost like he just followed it and just but he knew obviously mm-hmm. knew what he was doing and stuff because it, it goes in with a bit of pace and a wee bit of dip it was just the ball for Raw gets over and then he's just his awareness of what's around him he know, he's just he's so good he knows what's happening he knows like he's so far ahead of a lot of folk in that and and then just to to have to have the audacity to just even try it for a kickoff. It's just, it's, they yeah. special players mm-hmm. do the type of things, they know they'll pull it off. And like if you go way back and stuff, like Kyogo, when he came in, he wanted to be known as Kyogo. It's He's trying to build like a wee legacy of being known as Kyogo. That, he's the main man, like he's what to be the best in the world, like the biggest thing in Japan and stuff. So I've long met last at Celtic, but it was just, it was an absolutely fantastic goal. I was similar to you, Anthony. It was like, what has just happened to you? Like, that is, that's <laughs> unbelievable. This goal. It was mm-hmm. like, it was such, like, I think only like guys like him and Larson are only, like, I know that's high praise already for a guy that's only been here for six months. But you, when you know a player's good, you, I'm not going to say he's going to achieve what Larson done, because that would just be mentalistic. But when you just see their technical ability someday, like, I can't even really remember. I like Edward was really good. Dembele was really good, but I just didn't see them. Didn't see them doing that type of finish. I haven't like I think they're taking an extra couple of touches. It just it takes all the touches it needs. Like with the first goal, touch bang, it's in. It doesn't take five or six touches. It was just whatever I need, it's done. But I think when I was looking at looking at the goal yesterday, it was it just reminded me of something like Larson would do.
0: That's exactly. That was exactly the next question that was coming your way. Um you know, right, well, we can skip that question it, now. <laughs> as, uh. as Franco says, it was one of those goals that you know we hadn't really seen that type of technique since a certain Swede ruled this land. Now, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, of course the comparisons are going to be made. Of course, I think we would all agree it's far too early to mention them in the same breath, but I'm gonna anyway. Uh, you know, <laughs> we've had a few. Um, Put, me the the show, pressure, uh, Put me under pressure, mate. Put me under the pressure. Under Come open. on. <laughs> <laughs> One of our friends um of the show is, is uh, James Forrest of the Celtic blog, and he penned a brilliant article the day regarding certain players that have, have sort of perhaps been the, the heir apparent to, to Henrik's throne. You know, you think of Musa Dembele, um, Edward. You know, even you know. Ultimate uh, striker uh, in terms of scoring big goals. Also for, for for Neil Lennon was you know guys like Gary Hooper and Georgie Samaras was a talisman in Europe as well. But mm-hmm. is Kyogo possibly the closest we've got to to seeing someone of Henrik's uh, ability?
2: Depends how long he stays. What well, yeah. in all honesty? What well, um, Dembele would the end a away in a couple of seasons? Edward, uh, I was never on the Edward train in all honesty. What well, um. It was just more the fact that the price that we paid for him compared to like what he put in for us and the kind of work ethic that he had, it just felt like it was like, right, uh, bang, see you next week, off. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really a kind... There was that kind of disconnect. Well, I mean, it was bad when I thought Magic Zorowski had a better connection with the fans than the Edward uh-huh. at times. But, well, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we forget when... He's also trying to carve out his own name from another certain Japanese superstar that we had of Shinsuke Nakamura, who was absolutely fantastic. I remember watching that goal against Man United in the Champions League, and I thought I was actually going to go through my ceiling. I jumped that high; it was Martin O'Neill days. Well, I thought I jumped that high. Well, I'm pretty sure all my dad new light actually. But um, but, but we looked at Nakamura, like, it, there was a lot of resemblances, and it was they looked like like a passing the torch. I think there's was uh, the Celtic wave. We've got we've got stages you've got to hit when you come in. So for him, well I think he's just carving his way to get out of Nakamura's shadow, which he's doing fantastically well. And then maybe we can talk about Larson. But again, it's it's totally different times. I mean, well, we could get a bid for him in January for like forty million and let like, the board could go by but mm-hmm. plus could go, no. We don't know what'll happen with it. What well, he's worked his way and he'll definitely be, if not a cult hero, and definitely a hero among the fans. Well like, if you looked at his what he starts? The 16 goals in 25 games, was it? Well uh, like, oh, that's oh. that's that's pretty damn good going, like considering even how how Larson started like, in his first season. He that he no he didn't hit the heights of that. But there's a lot of promise there, but again, it's dependent on something that we can't control, which is time. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you know, you're absolutely spot on there. It's incredible to think. Henrik's first season he actually scored 16 goals in his, in his mm-hmm. debut years so You think Kyogo's already hit that and we've not even, you know, Santa's not been yet But mm-hmm. uh yeah, long may continue for, for however long we have him uh, We're just going to enjoy him and if he can give us more memories like yesterday then uh, all the better for it
1: Anthony, did you see who gave him the Japanese flag?
0: I did. I was just about to uh, come here mm. to tonight. Uh, we're also uh, a shout out to our friend John Paul Gregg, uh, <laughs> one of our old, uh, our old fault buddies. who it was him who gave uh, Kyogo the Jap- Japanese flag uh, to wave about. So you know, it's always good seeing one of your one of your pals getting on the telly. You know, <laughs> the camera suits him. So it does.
1: Uh, well, well done, done John Paul. Up. hope
0: You had a fantastic day, mate. I know you'll be listening into this. So uh, well done. But in terms of the the guys on the pitch, uh, Franco, every every team's only really ever as good as its leader, and I think we have to pay a special tribute to the man in the dugout, Mr. Postacoglu. Yeah, uh, I think we all seen the the YouTube footage that was doing around sort of late Saturday night of one of the speeches he gave to the Australian national team at the mm. at the World Cup, and then it's some other uh, it, it was sort of like a highlight reel of of his career and. How he, how he speaks and how how he leads he, his players it was obviously something we hadn't seen until he, he came to the club but very quickly he seemed to get it he got what mm. we were about what we stand for and and you know the kind of the kind of values that we have not just in terms of you know morality but in terms of our football and values as well when you think of you know you go back to the late spring early summer all the the discontent, all the the non the endless never ending saga that was Eddie Howe, and then obviously we were still in the process. You know, you have to self isolate, etc. When he came over, so he he basically had minimal time, possibly even less than minimal time to introduce himself, get a touch, it get a feel of how the squad was, where he needed to strengthen, and yet and amongst all that, at the first time of asking, he's put some silverware in the trophy room. I mean. The, the, the impact he's had at Celtic just can't be underestimated, can it?
1: Nah, nah, but I, I think uh, John Tomlinson needs to delete a video that me, William and Stephen done, because we all written them off. <laughs> 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 but,
2: I, I think there's not going to be a social media crash, but the amount of videos that will be deleted after that.
1: Off. Yep. We, uh, we had them written off straight away, but I mean, I certain Mr Gerrard was lauded as the messiah for one trophy out of nine so god knows how you praise a guy doing one trophy in one so i'd a, like i struggle to praise roggett so i've no chance praising a uh, post the when <laughs> you're going with that kind of record but yeah it's just like that interview you spoke of it's it's absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant and then i think it touched on a good thing with like the whole like obviously he's an immigrant over to australia and things like that and, he kind of wears that like a badge on and stuff, and obviously bringing that over here, which obviously Celtic's kind of founded on and stuff as well. So it's just it has got that connection. And then his interview yesterday after the game was absolutely brilliant. How he was just—I can't remember it all, but it was like the wee quote where he says, "Guys like us just pass through this, like pass through football clubs, but fans. This is a generational thing for them. They they force their kids to to do this. They they force their kids to do this and that. So it's just." He just knows, like he's either a really brilliant actor and ken's all the buzzwords and all the buzz phrases to say, but I just, I just think he's just a genuine guy. I think he's he's a smart guy, and I just think he knows. He obviously knows what he's doing, but I just, I just absolutely love the boy. Like I said, a wee while ago on the podcast, I just—it's weird. I've never wanted to win so much for a guy in my life, and I don't even play for Celtic. It's just. I'm feeling that as a fan. God knows what the players are feeling like, and it's they just—they all seem to buy into. I'm like, I've seen a couple of things on Twitter as well. Like, I don't know if you've seen the the picture where obviously him and Kyogo are hugging, and something mm-hmm. tagged it as uh, when you take your drunk pal him at five o'clock in <laughs> dead. <laughs> but it's just—he's—he's he's absolutely brilliant. He's got—he's got the media's number. He's too smart for them, and. Uh, it's just his his interview yesterday after the game and that it was just word for word, it was on point and stuff. He's just uh just I hope he stays here for as as long as he's obviously successful determined that, but I can't see anything but success for the guy given given time. I just you can already see it this early that we're we're on a journey somewhere good with this guy.
2: I totally agree Franco and I really think that what we should do if no one's done it already is get a meme of his face on Gerard Butler's <laughs> body going this is poster." <laughs> <laughs> if no one's came up with that yet I'm patenting it I'll no, well, tell it, you what
0: uh, Andrew our um, uh, joint uh, Host of the show, uh, John, who also does all our uh, opening graphics and stuff, he's a mean hand with anything mm. technical and all that kind of stuff. So we'll pass that on, uh, <laughs> we, you, we can give you uh, we can give you some rights Good to. It. I'm sure you we won't yeah. mind you having the pattern for it.
2: I've got to give props to the guy that does all your intros because well, obviously I'm my first time caller and a long time listener. Well, I've watched oof. you guys kind of, I've, <laughs> I've watched you guys, watch <laughs> you guys for the get go, and mm. what well, the way your channel has grown and stuff well, over the course, what. Well, it's been brilliant to watch, like as a fan One of these. What so? It's got to
1: be going like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Stevens as well. Let's not forget <laughs> Steven.
1: <laughs> well, but no, oh, well, I'm, a big,
2: I'm a big fan of these as well. And I just wanted to throw that we kind of plug in that he's he's are he's are doing great, and so, um, I'm really glad to be on. Hashtag oh, this is po- hashtag this is poster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the, that's definitely going to be the promo uh, hashtag for the show when it goes out tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely, um, sorry, like, sorry, like guys. Said, Andrew, oh. no, not at all. I, 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 and that's what I was just going to say to you as well about the the way he, he speaks in, to the press and how the connection that he seems to have already with with the supporters. I was again reading um one of one of Jamesy's blogs today, and I, I totally agreed when he spoke about how each you know, previous Celtic managers um, perhaps compare to him. And, you know, he seems to have, obviously he doesn't have the connections to the club that obviously Neil Lennon does. So perhaps Neil feels it a bit more. He's got to be on the defensive all the time and sort of defending the club. Brendan, you know, no one can argue his success, but I'm sure also by the same token, nobody could... uh, Dispute that he also has an ego the size of the Grand Canyon, <laughs> uh, but he, he seems to have. What's the It seems to have won more supporters round, right or wrongly, in a way that Gordon Strachan mm-hmm. couldn't. Uh, uh, among certain certain people, certain elements of the support. The most of the the most easy com- comparison to make is perhaps with Martin O'Neill. You also have to say by the same token that Martin had that instant respect um, anyway because of everything that he'd achieved by that point already uh, down south. So everyone knew, we all knew what we were getting when we got Martin O'Neill and just came over Mm. from the other side of the world. um, Not an unknown and, you know, more across the world, but an unknown to backwaters like us who probably don't really, a lot of us don't really follow much football, you know, past land's Mm. end. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you how, how much a, a bigger world there is out there and how much, if you give someone a chance, uh, they can absolutely make you eat plenty of humble pie.
2: Mm, definitely. We get used to the taste of that as Celtic fans sometimes, don't we? <laughs>
0: well, but, uh,
2: well, Franco like, compared like, a certain Japanese international to the King of Kings, so I'm going to make an equally bold claim for, uh, for, for Mr. Posta well, and say that he's got a similar style to Stein. Yeah. What well, very much knows I how get, to handle.
0: Definitely, I would, I'd mm-hmm. see
2: where you're coming from with it. Yep. It's the just media. What, well, yeah, he's got a good demeanor. He's someone who has, who wasn't ingrained in the Celtic way, but has become part of the Celtic way. He's got a good connection with the fans. What, well, and especially see when he talked about like, you know, essentially the football without fans is nothing. What he basically paraphrased Jock I was like, there's something about him. And maybe that is kind of subconsciously, what, yeah, a bit Freudian in the day. But uh, maybe that's why we're taking him so much and wanting to do so well. It kind of reminds us of, what an older ty- style of manager that you don't really see anymore. Kind of reminds me, of, like when your granda used to tell you, like to smarten up and no be a D word. But he was doing it because he cared for you. He's kind of like that—that—that <laughs> that, 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 that you want to give you a hug, but you'd be afraid you'd get a slap and all. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's well, the of respect. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but yeah, as he he's just in, in such a short space of time, Franco, he's mm. just completely transformed the, just the the outlook even for the fans as well. I mean, some of us. We we did fear the worst um, going into this season. We thought we were always going to give them their support. I think that's just a, it's a contract Celtic has with its manager. Fans have with the manager. We'll always back them. We'll always get behind them. But there was a lot of hushed whispers, wasn't there, that this this could really we could end up with a lot of egg on our face here. But it just shows you um, to you know just let a guy get on with his job and we can reap the benefits from it.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, some of the experts, Hugh Keevan's been one of them, had him sacked by Christmas. Now, I appreciate Christmas is still a few days away, but I think after after the weekend, I'm pretty confident and <laughs> not be sacked by Christmas anyway. It's <laughs> sort of wrong to be done, done by then, but yeah, like, just like what Andrew says, he's, like, we always like a, you kind of like a Celtic man in and charge and stuff, or I don't know what it is, it's just, do you feel like you need a Celtic guy and there's somebody that understands the club, but like I said in the, the chat yesterday, he is a Celtic man without being a Celtic man because he just his whole sort of uh, morals and stuff are just what Celtic are built on. He's just like he just he wants to do good. He wants he knows what the fans want. He wants to play entertaining football for the fans. He's no willing to sacrifice sacrifice that might he has a dodgy ticker and things like that. And but it's it, he's a stubborn guy that way. And then you hear him fair enough, you, Andrew, you mentioned about the, the grand and that, when you hear his story about how his dad would, was super proud of him but would always pick flaws in and stuff, it's just it's the generational thing, is it? But, hmm. yeah, just, uh, I just th- I think we've unearthed, I think obviously the, the Eddie Howe uh, saga has been a wee blessing in disguise now. I think we've, we've unearthed a gem here, like it's maybe a wee bit patronising saying that and the fact that just been not known the guy, but I think we've we've really landed lucky way with, with Eddie Howe uh shit in the nest, really. Mm.
2: <laughs> and you uh, said you weren't
1: good at analogies,
2: man. <laughs> uh, I,
1: exactly, yeah. He's a man of many talents,
0: Franco, so he is. Mm. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more, Franco. And just to before we move on. And we just—I'll I'll come to yourself lastly, uh, Andrew. Um, as I said earlier, I, p- I penned an article for the, for the Celtic blog uh, on Friday, saying that I felt that perhaps could have been more could have been done to d- sort of dub this the Bertie Old League Cup Final, just with obviously his connections uh, with both clubs. We've seen his, uh, i am th- pretty sure—I'm not sure if it was exactly um, members of his family, but I have heard that in reports that it was family in the in the box yesterday mm-hmm. who had his his cardboard cut out out. Uh, obviously with that beaming smile um, we obviously we all missed him but I think he would have approved of uh, Celtic coming out on top in a, a final against Hibs wouldn't he
2: definitely would have approved of coming out on top but maybe like, uh, having to wait so long what like, he might have been a bit like right come on guys get the finger out <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but in fairness like, that that's also part of the Celtic way like, making you sweat for it so you appreciate it even more but what? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have mattered, like what, uh, what, how tight it would have been, like what performance. Like, like you said, as long as he got the win, he would have been happy. Well, and not? The lines up there right now will be what well, if you can get drunk in heaven, they'll, they'll or they're constantly drunk. What well, they'll <laughs> they'll be enjoying this for for ages. They'll be finding the rest of the the ibrox ones and going, <laughs> 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 but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Celtic, what players had it, had the right mindset. They just went out. They thought right we're going to do it. We've got a game of one and that's the best way we can do it. And it's the only way you can do it sometimes. Couldn't mm-hmm. agree
0: more. And as I say, thanks again to Ange Postacoglu and all the all the players for giving us our first uh, reason to celebrate some silverware at uh, the first time we are in this season. Our first trophy uh, that we're covering as a podcast as well. So here's hoping there's uh, a couple more, a couple more at least by the end of the season. <laughs> you just never so
2: know. Does mean I've got to come back every time we win a trophy? I mean, I feel good luck, luck, aye. A wee ginger (laughs) slut, you know. We we, we get persecuted a lot, but sometimes we bring a bit of luck. You never know. Here we go. Fingers crossed.
0: (laughs) 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 uh, So, obviously, Franco, yesterday morning we got the the, the fantastic news that Kyogo was going to be able uh, to play in the match, and lo and behold, he came up trumps and brought the cup home for us, but it wasn't the only big news to come out uh, yesterday uh, doing the rounds on social media, Uh, but it was equally uh, brought as much joy, I must admit. Um, As I say, I accept that we Celtic fans, you know, the support is a broad church and speaks with more than one voice, but the news that Bernard Higgins will not become an employee of Celtic, I think it's safe to say the majority of Celtic fans will have been over the moon with that news, won't they?
1: Yeah, and it's like everybody's been saying on Twitter, the war is over, the rebels have won. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was such great news, considering it without going way into why we didn't want him here. But finally, when we now have clarity that the guy's not coming in, the next worry I thought getting two downbeat is who is going because there's clearly a position there they want filled, it, it's who's got to follow us. But obviously, Bernard Higgins being the face of. With what it wasn't the the law that he brought in. Uh, it just they couldn't be anywhere near Parkhead, and now that obviously we know that he's not going to be, you just you hope that obviously it will should galvanise the support again and get us all all on side and so we're not arguing like we were sort of for the last couple of games where fans were obviously singing certain songs to each other. So you just hope that everybody's in full voice the next game at Parkhead and stuff like which. Is actually the Rangers game isn't it? So hopefully, I've not had on no, the 29th, I, mate. Hubs on I, the twenty ninth. Forgot, about that. so like I think Parkhead will be absolutely, absolutely rocking that day. Knowing this news, obviously it'd be the first game after at home after uh, the cup final victory and stuff. So, and then you just hope that that then resonates back onto the team, which hope it, it should do. And then, like obviously we had Juranovic coming out saying how it was a wee bit weird with it the silent protests and things like that. so it just everything about it when you just get it back to the team, how the fans will be singing in full voice. And uh, it's just it's it's so good news for for a multitude of things, just in the terms of what we're like what we've said it in this podcast, Poster has done well to separate that side of things to away for the team's performance. But you want help. He did allude to that saying we wants it wants nothing to affect the football and stuff. And I think that was a roundabout way. I'm saying please don't here silent protest and stuff. And now now the fans will be in full voice. So he's got he's got everybody on side. Well, not Poster he has got everybody on side, but everybody's back on side again and gotta just forget about what's happening and stuff. And that's it. Just, so hopefully fingers crossed that this has just got to resonate down to the team and get us all back bouncing again. Mm. Well,
0: I definitely agree. Agrabi- absolutely. Definitely, agree well, with thing, Andrew. Um, but when you think about it, it's as great news as it is. We obviously haven't had any official statement from Celtic yet. It came from Bernard Tiggins' own spokesman. We might never actually get anything official from <laughs> Celtic. They might just see it as they haven't spoken before. It made anything official statement before now, so they might just decide to continue with that. What always got me about it was that the club officially put their stance. It protested against. The legislation that he was tasked with enforcing when when the Offensive Behaviour at Football Act was in place, and when you look at you know some of the the things on the list of you know innocent guys, just ordinary working class boys, being raided at dawn, you know strip searched, you know quizzed if they're members of you know paramilitary organisations, and that, and that's just mm-hmm. the stuff that we've seen on YouTube. Let, let alone mm-hmm. God only knows what uh, things are that, that might have happened. It just makes you beg the question. You know,
2: what the hell were they thinking, even considering them? See, I think that they made a misstep, and they were actually going to hire Cameron Mikkelsen for Scott Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I that think that, that, oh, Yeah, done. I think I think that's uh, who they because that's that made about as much sense to me when I fi- when I heard it. I was like, I was like, honestly. Honestly, like, uh, you cannot. You can't. It, it was um Not only were you slapping them in the face, like when they were down, you were setting them on fire, pissing on them, and flinging their ashes over and over again. I mean, come on, It yeah. that was the biggest insult that I, I could have thought at the time. And don't get me wrong, but, um, I think Celtic probably won't say, say anything about you know him not coming because, like they'll just think, well, the trash is taken out itself, so to speak. Well, what I mean as there's one thing we learned for last season. Why would Celtic put in any effort to do any media when so- somebody's already done it for them? Mm. So,
0: yeah, it's uh, hard to argue against that point. <laughs> no. But and like you say, f- Frank, the the one of the good the good like you say one of the good things is, of course, that it it does draw a line in the sand to to a certain extent, and I would imagine that this will now bring an end to the the silent protests and. You know the obviously the the tennis balls and all of those mm. sort of disruptions that the primarily the Green Brigade were doing to make their point. Um, mm. hopefully now, as I say, we can move on from it and just get back to you know cheering the team on. Hopefully to, to further success. hundred uh,
2: percent. definitely yeah. agreed with Franco on that one. What that what it's done. Let's focus on what's uh, what we can do on the pitch. I think I think Absolutely. they will. Like, I, I do think they will. I
1: honestly think the Hibs game. I'll be brilliant, like atmosphere wise, and it'll be absolutely amazing.
0: Mm. Yeah, here's hoping. But well, obviously, it's an ever-changing situation. Obviously, with the uh, Omicron and, and coronavirus yeah. again, we, we know there, there, mm. probably, there may well be a, more further announcements before uh, those games. But we've got everything more crossed that, um, but at, at least in some capacity, the, the, the stadium can can be full. Um, yeah. The last thing we want is is, is more restrictions. Um, but coming coming to the, the, that next one uh, Francis is um obviously tomorrow night uh, sorry Wednesday night we play St Mirren uh at Paisley obviously they've had their, their own issues with uh with coronavirus uh and there was talk of at the at one point they, they might not have been able to field a team at the moment as we record this the match does go ahead and it goes ahead with a crowd we'll just be hoping to more of the same from yesterday
1: Oh, yeah, the team the team will be flying. There might be a couple of wee changes, but I think in the main the team will be what we've seen at the weekend there. But it, it could go like if it got it all down beat. It's been a good podcast, but it could go one the or two way. They <laughs> it could just total just be absolutely flat after after yesterday's game. But I St. Mirren aren't aren't great the now like you've touched on. They've got their COVID issues as well. So I think it'll be a fairly comfortable comfortable night uh, not in Paisley but it's I'm just hoping it's not going to be one of the ones where you just off the back of a great weekend, a great result, picking up a cup and sometimes just the next game is just one that just ends up giving you a negative result. But I just I d I I s I don't see it considering the opposition and how they've been playing and their, their current issues right now. I don't see anything but but a Celtic one. Yeah, well, I,
2: I, I agree hoping. with you, Franco. Uh,
0: you, do you come um, off, Andrew, or how are you feeling
2: about it? Well, I'm feeling quietly confident. Well, I'm not going to let uh, the, as um, I call. It, well, as I as I normally say, I'm not going to let what I call the the pre-mark transformer variant get us. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh-huh. I think. Well, I mean, obviously, it's 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 something that we're got, got to consider. Well, uh-huh. there's every chance. Something could, ha- well, something could happen at the time of this recording. As you said, it's still going ahead. Uh, it's It's got the feel of that, that typical Celtic banana skin where something could happen, especially mm-hmm. if, uh, as long as they don't get it in their heads about the whole what, Rangers being seven points ahead because yes. well, we've had that happen before where they just look at the points and all of a sudden it's just like, oh no. Uh, and we make it even we make it harder for ourselves most of the time than the Rangers make it for us but quietly confident like, as I say in a big loud ginger voice <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely brilliant I'll, uh, I'll mm. come to you then for potential who, do you think there'll be any changes Franco to the, the team that started
1: yesterday? I, th- uh, I think the only Day change will probably be Tumble, obviously he'll he'll be out. Mm. Won't he? So probably beaton will come in. So I would, I'd imagine Joe Hart, possibly possibly Ralston at right back. I would say be Starfelt mm. and Carter Vickers uh, at the centre and probably putting Rudjanovic out in the left. And then on midfield three being beaton, McGregor, Rogets, Then the front three probably Johnson, Abada, and Kyogo. I don't think there'll be wholesome changes.
0: Hmm. And you got a score mu-
1: prediction for me, Franco? I'll go to nil. I'll go to nil. Hassle free to nil. Hassle free. I'll come back to
0: it. Look at yourself, Andrew. Who, if you uh, if you were Angie's uh, assistant, who would you be advising them to play tomorrow night?
2: First of all, I would say don't listen to a word that I say. <laughs> 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 uh, I pretty much agree with Franco, aside for, uh, with, from one. That I would. Uh, controversially I would get rid of Starfelt and get Welsh on to start with Forget that. Forget that. just be, just because of like, um, how he was in the final like, maybe like, just see how Welsh does like, and if maybe struggling and not doing as well by half time get a switch round and maybe like, smart Starfelt up a little bit but yeah like, uh, that's the only change that I would really make aside for the obvious turn bull we, we beat on like, playing, in his, playing his natural game as they say but mm. like, um, well, and see they still have a habit of shipping goals in. So I'll I'll go I'll go with a repeat scoreline. I'll go 2-1. 2-1? Mm.
0: Again, it's just that this time of year, the games are coming thick and fast, yeah. aren't they? I definitely mm-hmm. would. Uh, I'd be more than happy with a 2-1 or a hassle-free 2-0. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like you say, I I, can't, I don't know how many changes there will, there will be, if any. Maybe he'll end up resting Kyogo again. We, we just don't know, how, we, we don't know how fully fit he actually was yesterday. Um, mm. But then again, he just seems like one of those uh, wee guys that just desperate to play every single mm. minute of mm. every match. Uh, you know what I would so think he, of? I
2: would, would think that he'd be know. like... Uh, remember Mourinho when he was banned in the Champions League and he was just in the wee, wee clothing bit? You just see him <laughs> oh. wheeling just Kyogo out, just popping out. <laughs> just so uh. like, Kew was just got that kind of style about him. He just wants to ah. play every single game, and it's just brilliant to see. I think it's another reason why the fans love him so much. Mm-hmm. I agree. agree.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh So in terms of the uh, in terms of the show, we're, we're mostly done, guys. So I was just going to say this is the last time uh, that I think we'll we'll be on before Christmas. So I was just wanting to know what your plans are for the big day. He's got anything hmm. nice uh, on well, the on the it, agenda?
1: As it stands, it's with family, Anthony family at Christmas mm-hmm. so that's it's as much as exciting as I'll get as you know the, the girls heavily pregnant due at the end of January so they'll not, they'll not be I'll, I'll be taking it easy I'll have to I'll be forced into a, a couple share bits so I'll not be able to be going
2: silly <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure it'll be a tough one for you e Franco I'm sure it'll be really hard to have <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'm pretty much the same as you aside well, not having a heavily pregnant wife, we got we got twi- <laughs> we, we got twins in the get go. So yeah, I was Ooh. I was when when I said uh, one and done, I didn't even mean a pregnancy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but yeah, I'll be I'll be laying low with the, the wife and the kids. So it's uh, my grand's birthdays and Christmas day as well. What oh, so all so so I'll, oh, so, uh, so I'll oh, go over and far. see. Oh, thank you. Well, I'll go over yeah. and, and see her as well. Well, it's always quite funny because the what. Well, I always like to kind of round off with a joke. So here's one for you. Well, when I was six years old in church, what well, and they're going round Christmas Day service and they're going, right, Boys and girls, it's a very special day today, like Christmas Day. Do you know whose birthday it is? And me being me, I just shout out, My gran entire <laughs> church bursts out laughing. <laughs> my mum's head hits her hands. Well, and then my dad starts telling everybody I'm adopted.
0: <laughs> 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 Can't make that stuff oh, up. Too well, nah, nah. well, again, it's uh, it's pretty much uh, a treble of quiet Christmases then, because uh, yeah. I'll be very much hmm. the same boys just in the house. Uh, no doubt, a few shared bits. I might, uh, I might stick the cup final highlights back on again at night once, uh, once the strictly special is finished. Of course, <laughs> yeah, you've got to tune in, to well, well, see I'll who wins stup- the classic stup- with... You
2: know. I'll be stuck with Mrs Brown's boys, so I envy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. <what>, oh, God, <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. But just before we go, as well, Andrew, I'd um, I'd meant to give uh, you, the the sort of the platform to go and give your 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 own show a bit of a shout out at the start, and I totally bypassed by the time we started talking <laughs> about Celtic. So before we finish up, just uh, the floor is yours. Give yourself, uh, give your show a wee uh, a
2: wee uh, promo. Well in fairness, like, I was just having such a good time, I wasn't bothering. I'm just glad <laughs> so, uh, it's it's like when any ginger gets invited anywhere, we're just glad to be there. It's like we are get it's like to get into, it's like getting into Europe. We're just like nah, we, we got here. We're cool. But, um, That's it. So I uh, if any of you do want to check it out, first of all, my condolences for what's going to come. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's that Mental Ginger show. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, we're on, at the moment, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7 o'clock. Uh, I was originally meant to be doing one a week, and then the guests just kept coming. So I was like, all right. looks like I'm doing this then. <laughs> well, but it was quite weird because well, I started kind of like revamping my show at the time that you guys launched as well. So watching how well we've both been doing and I've just been keeping track and been like, yeah. uh, I, I really, well, I was loving obviously your guys' stuff and taking me yeah. tips and ideas of how to incorporate your, like, your banter into my stuff. So what well, uh, it doesn't mean you're getting any cuts, any profits, because I've not got any. You got a sponsor before I did. I mean, I've got
1: any money at that yet.
2: <laughs> but uh, it's it's been a privilege coming on guys, like, I really appreciate it, thank you so much for uh, for asking me to come on oh, and if you oh. ever want to embrace the the ginger madness, you're more than welcome to come on and what no. like, like, do a wee a plug for plug so to speak, yeah. like, that came out wrong but you know what I mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well I tell you I think I'll take you up on that offer maybe not the plug, but you know what <laughs> <laughs> I mean
2: And uh, make sure it was green, white Hitchcock. and gold, we're all good
0: <laughs> oh, well, I, well that's, that's, fair enough, then. that's fair enough. Yeah, let's go for it then. No, Andrew, it's been absolutely brilliant having having you on as well. Thanks for um, you know, saying your, your, your very kind words in terms of your show. We're, we're trying our best, but as I say, we're, we're not even a year old yet, but we're just as I say, hmm. I'm in terms of I can always speak for myself, but I'm an absolute novice when it comes to technology. I just rely on Stephen and John to do their thing, and I just turn up and <laughs>
2: Talk nonsense
0: <laughs> most of the time, uh, but that has mm. been pretty much it. Um, but as I say, it's been absolutely brilliant having you on, and so you're yeah, welcome back anytime, my friend, anytime. And good luck. Uh, I'm sure we'll no doubt see your show grow and grow uh, as time goes on. Uh, but really? in terms of tonight's show, everybody, that is us. It's came to uh, and just before we go, Franco, just to uh, just to say how about Celtic winning the the league the, the league cup again. First trophy as a podcast. <laughs>
2: first <laughs> <laughs> off
1: is a poster, uh, first many I believe
0: yep an, an and can't trust. wait
1: and Andrew we trust yep.
0: the angie express is... is rolling on Oi, very much. this
2: is pasta <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's running the angie express is running a lot better than the Scotrail services let's just leave it at that <laughs> uh, but no thanks for thanks for tonight guys absolutely brilliant uh, and well uh, thanks to everyone else for listening have a fantastic Christmas. Tune in to the boys on Thursday night. Uh with the reaction to the St. Mirren game. Hopefully another talking about another victory for the boys. But all the best. Stay safe. And hail hail. Thank you.